0: Welcome to another episode of the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and each week on the podcast, I interview the best minds on the planet in all the areas of your life, from mindset to fitness to spirituality and, of course, business. Look, we believe you deserve success in all areas of your life and not only Business, But before we get into today's show, you may want to join us on our next Work Hard, Play Hard experiences. This year, we'll be going to Mykonos and Marrakesh. The goal of these experiences are to get you out of your day-to-day and to put you into experiences that will ignite your soul. So go to workhardplayhardmastermind.com fill out an application so we can jump on a discovery call to see if we are a good fit for each other. And remember, excuses are over. It's time to live.
1: We really like to see like, less travel places. And that's, for example, in New Zealand again, we could really do that because we had a year and your own van and you can drive everywhere you want. And that way you can see... Yeah, other stuff that other people don't see. So it's really like yeah, slow travel is for us really one way to to really experience more of a country.
2: If you go in the Netherlands to Amsterdam, visit another city as well. <laughs> because if we go to Amsterdam we feel like tourists ourselves.
1: And I think if you like take your time more in a certain place You already have a much deeper travel experience because you are more into the culture of the country.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Work Hard, Play Hard show. Today, we have the one and only flip-flop wanderers in the house. So their names are Manon and Bram. They are from the Netherlands. And I am obsessed with these two because they have spent the last three, three years non-stop traveling around the world. Was it easy? No, it wasn't easy. Was it fun? Yes, it was fun. Were there stories? Lots of stories, lots of inspiration. I mean, they have been, been to Cambodia, Indonesia, Myanmar, Singapore, Thailand, Greece, Hungary, Italy, Mexico, UAE, Australia, New Zealand. I mean, it doesn't stop. And what we did was we did, it's a short interview, it's about a half hour, and we went into the, the their story about why they decided to do it, the challenging times of doing it, you know, being sort of like in close proximity with each other, the crazy stories You'll hear a story about how uh, one of them lost their uh, their cell phone and somebody took it, and one was home in Mission Control while uh, the other one, Jason Bourne, was a uh, you know on a scooter traveling all over the uh, the island trying to track this guy down and freak the guy out because she used Find My iPhone to do it. And there's all kinds of fun stories like that. But if you're if you're in a position in your life where you're like, man, I'd love to be traveling nonstop, listen to somebody who's doing it. Listen to what it's really like. I think you're going to get a lot out of this episode. So here you go. This is the episode with the Flip Flop Wanderers. Well, the Flip Flop Wanderers are in the house. Hi, guys. Hi. (laughs) Hello. So I have to ask you first, before we get into flip-flop wanderers and everything that is uh, what you guys are all about, how do you say your beautiful Dutch names?
1: (laughs) Um, I am Manon.
2: (laughs) And I am Bram.
0: Okay, no. so we're gonna have to do a little bit of practice here. So Yeah, in,
1: you can say Manon or Bram, but that's the English version.
0: Ah, uh, well, that actually helped me because if I say Manon, then I yeah. can just I can just give a little accent and go Manon. Yeah, yeah that's more I, French.
1: But yeah. Oh.
0: <laughs> so it's so it's Manon and Bram. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All that's right. Ironic. Well, listen. We have a lot in common in our stories, which is one of the the reasons why I wanted to have you guys on the show. But I think a good place to start with you would be to start with the Netherlands. And here's my question. Why does every DJ in the world come from (laughs) the Netherlands? In fact, if I did my research right, you two met each other at a music festival, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's right.
2: right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, it's a good question because I don't know. I think they yeah, all the good DJs are coming from here. I don't know why they are so good over here, but yeah, we have a lot of festivals as well in the Netherlands, and yeah, that's actually where we met. <laughs> so,
0: yeah. Now, are you guys are you guys back home in the Netherlands now, or are you traveling?
1: Yeah, right now we are in the Netherlands just for uh, a few months we have been travelling for 3 years nonstop and now we are back for a while to work again for a bit and yeah so all right
0: so i want to we're going to we're going to start at the beginning here can you take me back to the conversation that you both had in the netherlands about making the decision to leave the netherlands and travel the world for 3 years walk me through <laughs> how that happened
1: well it's actually Longer ago than three years, but yeah, okay. well, I
2: yeah, we years. have been
1: together for almost 10 Nine years and already. And, um, well, it was actually already half, an, half a year after we met each other. Um, I got the opportunity to go to Curaçao, the Dutch Caribbean, for an internship, and that's already when we started talking to each other, like, Oh, we you uh, want to travel together, maybe? or and Bram wanted to go to Australia as well for, um, his internship. So we were both already like, Oh, you want to travel? Yeah. And yeah, he, uh, he was finished with his study and then he came to visit me in the Caribbean. And after that, we actually already yeah started traveling together.
2: Yeah, we, I, I stayed till the end of the internship and we went for six weeks to, to the U S to travel on the West coast.
1: Yes, and yeah, after that it was like we came back home and we I needed to finish my study, we worked a bit, and then it was like, Oh, you you need to go away again.
2: Yes, we wanted more.
0: <laughs> yeah, you wanted more. So this this bug was deep inside of you guys. So yes. you created let's uh let's let's sort of like pick it up from the beginning. You guys started this travel idea and you had a joint Instagram account for your family. And, you know, you wanted to, you wanted it so that they can keep up with you. And so they know what, you know, the kids are doing, et cetera. (laughs) Then before you knew it, you started having this giant following on the account. Did you have any idea that this whole flip-flop thing was going to be a big hit? No. no, we had no idea,
1: <laughs> not at all. No, we uh, yeah,
2: like at one point we started to grow a bit and we were looking into, like, oh, oh, I see some people are making money of it, maybe someday we can yeah. have 10,000 <laughs> followers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and I am always already into photography, so I really enjoyed sharing photos with the world because I like it when other people see them, so I don't yeah. have them myself, and yeah, it was actually. Especially when we were in New Zealand, people really loved our lifestyle over there. We lived in a small van and yeah, they really loved seeing how we did that. And that was, I think, the point that yeah, we suddenly got a lot of followers during that time.
0: Okay, so where was the first trip that you guys did? Take me back, like, you know, right when you're like, okay, we're going to do this. Take me to the first one. Was it Australia?
1: Well, the first trip actually together was the U.S., on the west coast yeah yeah uh, yeah.
2: the internship and that was our first trip then we went traveling for one and a half year but that was before (laughs) uh, we heard of instagram at all so that (laughs) was 2013
1: yeah and that was australia so that was really yeah a year in australia in a van traveling around and working as well
0: (laughs) yes Okay, what was the longest stretch that you guys did before coming back to the Netherlands?
1: Um, The last time. Yeah, it was two and a half years. It was now two and a half years. Yeah, almost three years that we were away without coming back to the Netherlands. So that was really long.
0: Yeah. okay now th- see, this is really interesting to me and one of the reasons why i wanted to have you on the show is for you know a multitude of reasons you know the show is called work hard play hard and there's a lot of people that you know they work really really hard but they're not playing or sometimes people are playing really hard but they're not working and you know having that balance between the two you know is never is never so easy to do and so you know i tried to put my uh I tried to put my uh, philosophy to the test this year myself, and I just did four months of nonstop traveling uh, through uh, through Europe. You know, we did uh, Mykonos and Montenegro and oh, yeah. Dubrovnik, <laughs> and yeah, then really Florence. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we did uh, Florence for the last two months. Okay, back. and <clears throat> and it was incredible. And there there came a point for me after about three weeks. I would say, where I no longer felt, let's say like I was traveling and I felt like this was my new normal. And this, you know, yeah. like like I just, I, I live in Italy now, you know what I mean? Or I live in Greece now or whatever. <laughs> was that something like that for you guys, you know, after a period of time where it no longer really felt like you were traveling, but it felt more like you were just living in a different place? Or maybe you can talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, it's actually, there's been always like that especially in Australia and New Zealand because we were there for such a long time and we also worked over there and then it really feels like you're living there more yeah more or less and Australia also had an apartment so that was really more like we moved there but in New Zealand as well even though we were living in a small van it was still yeah not really like we are uh, on holiday but like yeah, yeah we are it never are,
2: felt like holiday but no it's a bit but, like yeah, uh, traveling and holiday are, uh, in, in my eyes it's a bit different <laughs> yeah like uh, relaxing on the beach or yeah seeing a, a different culture and a country that's that's something different
1: yeah and during our travels we are more slow travelers so a lot of people do like oh they want to see as much as possible in a short amount of time but we really take our time all yeah always so that. It, it's more then it feels more like you're living there as well than like traveling through and yeah also because we worked a lot on work a lot on our instagram and everything it's not feeling like oh i'm i'm only playing all the time and i'm only traveling it's really like yeah balance but yeah that balance is sometimes pretty hard between working and yeah traveling Cause yeah, like, like you said, you were in Europe as well this, this year and we were in this summer in Europe as well. And yeah, so much to see in Europe and so much to do. So yeah, then it gets really hard to also work at the same time. And yeah, it's really, you need to find a balance between that. But yeah, we're trying that. <laughs>
0: So were you guys? Uh, were you guys staying in Airbnbs, hotels, or was it always just in the van?
1: Um, well, both actually, because yeah.
2: yeah, in New Zealand we, we we had a van and that was our home. But um, when we stayed in a place for a longer time, because we worked now and then as well. Then sometimes we went to Airbnb to stay in a week, especially in winter. It was really nice.
1: Yeah, and the winters was really cold in New Zealand as well. So yeah, it was a bit cold to sleep in the van. And then it was nice to have a house for a bit. And sometimes we stayed in hotels as well. Like yeah. in New
0: have you been able to find a way to get the hotels to help you pay for it in exchange for promotions and things?
1: Yeah, we did that uh, Yeah, quite often lately. Well, in New Zealand, we did it as well sometimes was a bit where we started doing that, like just for fun staying in the hotels and promoting them. And especially yeah. in uh, after New Zealand, we went traveling through Asia. And there we did it yeah, quite a lot with hotels. And yeah, we could stay there. And yeah, it really helps keeping the costs low.
2: <laughs> yeah, most of the time we, we didn't get paid. No, but, not um, to pay, but yeah. But, but uh, in exchange for promotion, we could stay a couple of nights in a hotel.
0: Yeah. I mean, why not? Right. I mean, you know, look, there's, there's something that's driving you two guys that is very unconventional, right? The average, the average person, you know, in your, in your age category is, you know, they're, they're wanting to, you know, they're wanting to get a job and get a big house and, you know, make millions (laughs) and put it in the bank and all that kind of stuff. But you guys are trading that, you know, sort of like, Work ethic for an experience that you will be able that will be able to shape you and how you look at the world and how you think about things and different cultures, et cetera so you know do you find that there's a limit for how long you'll be able to do this or are you willing to do it even when you have children
1: well yeah it's something we uh, we are thinking about all the time. Because, yeah, we're now at an age that we also want to have children. And, yeah, not yet now. But, yeah, I don't know if we can do this lifestyle the rest of our lives. Because, yeah.
2: I, I, I think the- it, it it would be good to have a base somewhere in the world. Yeah. Um, where, where we can go go back to
1: yeah because till now we have been traveling like full time and yeah every time at another place and sometimes that gets a little bit hard and we notice sometimes we just want to have a bit of a rest in between and yeah then it, it would be nice to have like a sort of base somewhere in the world but yeah for now we don't really know yet where that would be but yeah we are thinking about it like Somewhere a small house, we don't have to have much like you said a big house and millions, and yeah, we don't need that at all. <laughs> we just want to have like a small house somewhere we can go back to and yeah, that would also be ideal with children and but maybe we know when we have children, we will still be traveling like this, but <laughs> yeah, we want to have a bit of a more more of a permanent base. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. I, um I have a five-year-old daughter and I took my daughter uh, with me. And so she's been to, she's been to 17 countries okay. now and she, we oh. had, we actually had to get a new passport for That's her. That's really good. Um, because, yeah. Because we filled it, you know, yeah. Um, and she's only five years old. Okay. So, you know, but, but she gets to have experiences like, you know, uh, we did her fifth birthday party in the Eiffel Tower, yeah. you know, so, That's cool. so, so, these are experiences that, you know, you just can't, uh, you can't trade. So, yeah, you know, true. I know one of the things you guys talk about is deepening, deep, helping people to deepen their travel experience. What are maybe, you know, one or two ways that you think you can help people add a deeper experience um, for the trips that they're on, you know, when they do take them?
1: Yeah. Well, um, like we said, we really like uh, slow traveling and I think if you, like, take your time more in a certain place, you already have a much deeper travel experience because you are more into the culture of the country. Like, um, we we traveled in a van in New Zealand, and uh, with that you, you meet a lot of local people on the campgrounds, for example. And, yeah, also uh, when we were staying in Airbnbs, you really meet like local people, and yeah, it, I think yeah, to deepen more deepen your travel experience, it's really cool to meet locals and see how they live, and yeah, and,
2: and don't go, don't only go to the highlights, yeah, because yeah, you, you can, you don't experience some It's it's like if you go in the Netherlands to Amsterdam visit another city as well because <laughs> if we go to Amsterdam we feel like tourists ourselves it's, it's completely different than the rest of the Netherlands
1: yeah yeah we really like to see like less traveled places and that's for example in New Zealand again we could really do that because we had a year and our own van and you can drive everywhere you want and that way you can see yeah all the stuff that other people don't see so it's really like yes yeah, slow travel is for us really one way to to really experience more of a country.
0: Yeah. And I think what happens is people, you know, they, you know, they, they see something like Amsterdam and they're like, okay, well, you know, I want to go, I want to go to the red light district, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to see people smoking pot. That's what I want to do, you know, and, and, and then they miss out on all the experiences so that's, that's the, that's the good stuff. But what are, what are some of the things, you know, as with everything in life, life's about trade-offs, right? There are things that, you know, when I took my four month trip to, uh, to, to Europe, some, some things were, you know, a pain in the butt. Like I had to walk up a hundred flights of stairs with a stroller and a five-year-old, <laughs> you know, because the, because yeah. they don't have any elevators, you know, or, um, you know, they, they didn't have any air conditioning in some of the Airbnbs because, they just don't do it, you know, and in places like Montenegro, you know, the language barrier was really difficult. The Wi-Fi sucked everywhere, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, like what What are some of the things for you that, you know, come up where, yes, everything is amazing with travel, but some of these things are just really annoying. What, what, what comes into that category? For well,
1: you? yeah, we experienced a lot of those annoying things as well. Like also yep. in Asia, <laughs> like, yeah, in New Zealand and Australia, it was still, we had our own van and a bit of luxury. And in Asia, it was just hopping around everywhere with our backpacks. And that's sometimes just annoying. You have to pack every day again. Yeah, and the
2: packing stuff. That's
1: packing, the... um, packing. Yeah. And yeah, then you think, oh, it's so nice to have a home for a while to leave my stuff somewhere. And
2: yeah, yeah that, that's and a bit, I think for me, the only thing that, that, yeah that's that makes me tired a bit but
1: yeah that was annoying with backpacking and like yeah the internet isn't always great everywhere though because that's what we noticed now we are back in the netherlands it's so good over here the internet and we have unlimited uh, wi-fi everywhere and yeah that's a big difference with working it's sometimes hard like in asia and new zealand as well to, yeah, work online.
2: But the language uh, barriers, we're, we're fine with it. It's part of the experience, I think.
1: Yeah, it's not really, yeah, you can get away almost everywhere with English, like, like I
2: think. But in Vietnam, it was the hardest, and, and there a lot of uh, the locals, they always come with Google Translate, and you talk to to the app, and then they say, oh, that's what you mean. So that was yeah. the, 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 the biggest... Language difficulty. We had during our travels.
1: Yeah, especially in Vietnam. Yeah, yeah. the people. It was sometimes hard to communicate. <laughs> but yeah.
0: Well, you know, we we forget that, right? Like, f- I don't know, maybe five years ago, Wi-Fi really was not everywhere. No. <laughs> now, now it is everywhere. I mean, it it isn't great, but it now is everywhere and. I used the uh, the Google Translate too, and for people that are listening that don't really understand what that is, like you're literally opening an app, you're talking into the app, and it's speaking yeah. to the other person in their language in real time. Yeah, it's
1: just a good so invention. It, invention because we noticed that in Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's really incredible. Yeah. Like I, I don't know about you, but my Vietnamese is not too <laughs> no. good.
1: <laughs> no, our leader. <Yeah>. So,
0: <laughs> I, I know you guys call your your brands. The, the flip-flop wanderers mm. because I'm assuming that you guys are mostly interested in warm weather. Yes. <laughs> Do you ever go cold or is it only warm?
1: No, well, mostly we go to only warm places. We
0: prefer warm, warm places.
1: Yeah. We are now in the Netherlands, okay. but
2: yeah. And it's cold it, here? <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not wasn't really our choice to be here now during winter. But <laughs> yeah, and in New Zealand we were there in winter as well. So sometimes we can't really avoid it, but...
2: <laughs> but we must we, say the winter in New Zealand it was one of the best winters we had i think if yeah, i had to spend true. winter somewhere let it be new zealand because it's still so beautiful over there
1: yeah <laughs> yeah but
0: um, yeah new zealand's incredible yeah. new zealand is like one of the places where it looks like it looks like you landed in heaven i mean it's it's crazy <laughs> yeah, beautiful yeah the scenery
1: is, what yeah, is the, beautiful
0: <laughs> yeah it's just so beautiful what's the most romantic place that you've ever been to
1: Ooh, now maybe Santorini. <laughs> it's really cliché, yeah. but, uh, mm. but like the
0: it's cliché for but a the reason. The Greek though. islands. We is, yeah. were
1: there like in September this year. Yeah, those yeah. islands. I think incredibly yeah. beautiful because <laughs> such beautiful yep. views a, and uh, yeah, those islands.
0: I do a uh, a month uh, every year in Mykonos. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. We we it was our first time that we've been to Greece and we really loved it so. <laughs>
0: It's a great place. Um, Are you, what would you say is the most exciting place that you've ever been to? Oh, that must be mm-hmm. New Zealand, I
1: think. <laughs> New Zealand as well, I think. But also the U.S. Okay. I think the first time that was a real first trip together in the U.S. on the West Coast, we were still only like 21, 22, driving in a big camper van <laughs> together. Yeah. and yeah.
2: Well, in, the, in the U.S. they say it's a small camper van, but yeah, for but us it was big It was <laughs> really big, and we
1: were still so young and traveling all around the country, seeing these amazing landscapes. Yeah
2: yeah. yeah yeah those national parks you don't see them anywhere else in the world no, know, like,
0: like. no they're they're absolutely incredible i am uh i'm here right now uh doing this podcast from um my home in oh, los okay. angeles um yeah. so you guys can come you guys can come visit and crash anytime okay. you want
1: yeah we will definitely be back sometime there <laughs> Because, yeah, it's really
0: nice. What would you say um, was the place that you went to that had the best food of anywhere?
1: Here, here, in, here in Europe, at least. Uh,
0: Italy or Greece?
1: Italy or Greece, sure. I think. <laughs> yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Italy yeah. or Greece, right? Just the food is just yes, insane. Yes, just
1: perfect. <laughs>
0: How do you guys create space from each other you know, as human beings in a relationship, being on the road that's got to be you know you know I know for my wife and I we have a great relationship, but there are times where you know we just had to figure out how to give each other the time and the space because you're in very closed quarters for a very long period of time, and sometimes you just need to think, you know what I mean. Have you experienced any of that, or how do you guys navigate the relationship part of it?
1: Yeah, we definitely need some space sometimes
0: because,
1: <laughs> yeah, we're always together all the time. And now I have to say that it goes really well between us, uh, yeah, to be together all the time. But, yeah, we, sometimes... We will
2: notice from each other when, when, yeah. when we need some some, some and, space. And then, yeah, if you're staying in hotels, one of us might go outside for a bit or, Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we also just say it to each other because and we know this if we need some space, but we just say it to each other like, Oh, I want to be alone now for a while and yeah, it doesn't have to be that much, but yeah, indeed go outside for a while or when we had the camper van, one of us stayed inside the van, one of yeah, if, or if it was cold went to the camp kitchen or something just for a while to be <laughs> to be away from each other.
0: It's good. I mean, you know, sometimes in relationship, you know, people don't want to ask for what they need. So, you know, being able to ask that question actually allows you, when you're together, to be even closer and even better because you had the space. So, I, I love that. <laughs> so, we're gonna play a little bit of uh, we're gonna play a little game now. I'm gonna mention the name of a uh, a country or a city, and I want you to tell me. First thing that comes to mind. So we'll split it up. We'll start. We'll start with uh, Manon, and then we'll go to Bram. All right. So Manon will be first. Cambodia.
1: Uh, Temples, (laughs) lots of temples.
0: Bram, Indonesia.
2: Uh, Nice beaches.
0: Manon, Myanmar. Uh,
1: Temples again.
0: (laughs) Bram, Singapore. Uh, Food. Manon, Thailand
1: islands and beaches,
0: <laughs> bram, Vietnam, oh
2: uh yeah, not so nice people, but that's my experience <laughs>
0: interesting, We'll have to come back to that Manon, Greece,
2: uh blue waters,
0: <laughs> bram, Hungary. uh second home. <laughs> Oh, second home. That's interesting. Manon, kind of, it, yeah. Italy, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Bram, <laughs> Mexico. Uh,
2: sombreros.
0: Sombreros. <laughs> I love that. Um, okay. Um, who am I up to? Bram, right? Uh, Mexico.
2: Oh, just did sombreros. Oh, you just
0: did, you. I'm sorry, Manon. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, Manon, uh, USA.
1: Road
2: trips.
0: (laughs) Road trips. Okay. Bram, United Arab Emirates. Dubai. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Manon, Australia.
1: Uh, Kangaroos and beaches.
0: (laughs) Bram, New Zealand. Uh, Nature. All right. Incredible nature. All right. Well, we covered uh, definitely a lot of this. I want to ask <laughs> you about losing your iPhone in Bali. Tell me about that. <laughs> what happened there?
1: Well, that's a pretty that's a, that's a fun funny story. story. <laughs> um, we were uh, on Nusa Lemogan close to Bali on an island.
2: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, we were at a...
2: We rented a scooter, or a motorbike. Yeah,
1: we rented a motorbike and we were just driving around islands and... Uh, we were watching at the uh, Devil what's it called? Uh, Devil's
2: Tears, I think. Devil's
1: Tears, something like really big waves and yeah, really nice view. And I had a bit of a loose, yeah, loose pants on and yeah, I put my I thought I put my phone in my pocket, but um, we went to the Next Place and we were at a beach club and I was there, I was like, Hello, oh, where's my phone? And all of a sudden, I realized I didn't have my phone anymore. So I think I dropped it where we uh, parked the scooter before. Yeah. So uh, Bram drove immediately back to mm-hmm. that place. And um, yeah, well, the phone wasn't there anymore, of no, course. So find it. We thought, oh, yeah, I don't know. it's uh, Someone must have taken it or something. And then I uh, noticed uh, I had my iPad with me. And on the iPad, you can see, like, where's my phone, <laughs> the app. <laughs> And you can see where your phone is located.
2: You can even yeah. send them a message from coldest numbers. Yeah, oh, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I looked on the, where's my iPhone app? And then I all of a sudden saw the phone moving. So
2: <laughs> It was still almost in the same location yeah. as we thought it was. And
1: all of a sudden it started moving to somewhere else on the island. I was like, ah, someone has my phone. And uh, yeah, someone has taken it because I, I thought I did think I dropped it there. And yeah, someone just took it. So I immediately blocked the phone and sent messages like, okay, please give my phone back and called it. But yeah, no reply, of course. Yeah. And,
2: so I, I <laughs> went over there on, on the motorbike to, to check where it was and so Manon was on her ipad and sh- she <laughs> said, oh it's it's moving so she's sending me the next location i was <laughs> st- constantly sending oh him my like following <laughs> and i really crossed half of the island yeah i was still
1: <laughs> sending him pictures like oh he's there now he's there now he's going that way he's going that way because um i had internet at that beach club And we didn't have internet on our way or something, so Bram couldn't really check. So I had to send him, like, oh, he's going there. He's going there, my phone. And he was, like, driving like crazy on a motorbike. I
2: raced over the island. (laughs) To, uh,
1: To that point where my phone maybe was.
2: No, it's not a big island, but I went all the way to the other side, and I was in the middle of nowhere and it said it's it, sh- it stopped
1: yeah suddenly the, the, the location <laughs> stopped and it was like in the middle of a bush somewhere and i said yeah, I, I okay around, it's somewhere I, I over
2: there. there's some house over there and then there was a guy standing <laughs> and i asked him um, do, did you find the phone but in the meantime with the app manon let it ring so it was like <laughs> really loud <laughs> and he was like uh Yes. How did you find me? Um, first, he was standing yeah.
1: there with a, with a phone in his pocket, like going off like crazy. And he was looking at Brom
2: like, huh? Eh? how did you find me he didn't realize i could follow him
0: but this is is crazy (laughs) you know listen you're like you're like freaking jason Bourne. like you know what i mean you got like you got like mission control where she's like make a a laugh no go go right get in a parachute jump out of an airplane (laughs) Dive into the ocean (laughs) <laughs> We're get yeah. The yeah. Of bitch.
1: Well, yeah. I never thought we would We would find that phone But it was just too funny Because yeah. he was driving like crazy And then, yeah, it stopped there
2: And it was a local um, guy And he didn't answer the phone or anything So I think he didn't uh, want to give it back It was not his intention no, to give it
1: back No, he just, he just found the phone and he, So, so yeah, when I
2: found him He was a bit surprised, of course And I'm quite tall compared with yeah. He's Indonesian They're not really tall people, most of them <laughs> Uh,
0: so yeah, he must, uh, he must have put his hands up like he was under arrest, <laughs> and he felt like the FBI got him. No, wow!
2: He gave the phone willingly, and then he asked for money. But I thought, well, I'm not giving you money. <laughs> I had to chase the whole island for you. <laughs> I
1: think he was probably like a bit scared, like huh ah, like how is this possible? How did he find me with the phone? So he was a bit shocked, I think, and then he just yeah. gave the phone, and well, yeah. <laughs> So it ended well, but <laughs> oh, it was man. just this is, really funny crazy. To,
0: <laughs> well, you know these, <laughs> sto- these stories are what makes travel so much fun. You also had an interesting one about how you were, you know, climbing over and under a fence <laughs> for uh, for this best view in uh, in uh, Halong Bay in Vietnam to get this photo. Like, tell me about yeah. that. What happened there?
2: Um, it's a it's a viewpoint. It was pretty. Fa- it's, yeah. It's pretty famous on Instagram. Yeah, and we, we saw it yeah. and, and the view is amazing up there and
1: we thought oh we need to go there and we didn't know it was blocked or anything or yeah we just thought oh that's a great view <laughs> yeah we yes. especially yeah. booked a night there yeah. in halong city to to go there
2: you had to go and to someone's god uh, garden yeah or but we, property but that was yeah you, you could pay them and they opened the gate for you <laughs> that that's how it was yeah we noticed time. we
1: noticed beforehand like on blogs that it was actually a bit blocked off and we were like Oh, yeah, well, we'll see. We'll just (laughs) go there and we'll see. And I saw on a blog somewhere, oh, you have to go here. It's like a whole block of houses. And then you have to go through some sort of small uh, (laughs) stairs between some houses. And then you can go up the hill. So we just went there in the morning, like, okay, we'll see. And we found, like, the entrance we needed to go, but it looks so weird like should we go in here it was like in someone else's house yeah and but there was like a sort of sign or something that she that it was where the mountain was but it was actually closed off but we heard from some people that you could like pay the (laughs) pay a lady somewhere and then she would open the gate and then you could go up so we just checked there we walked there and uh, that was the the easy part yeah but
2: there's a second gate because it we was could we closed could pay the lady, right? Before or something, or it wasn't safe apparently. But yeah, yeah, we didn't agree, and, and we want to see it. So yeah, there was a second fence, and it was really high, and I climbed over it. There was some jeans over a uh, um, barbed wire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it was there already, so you can could climb over. Uh, Manon is a bit afraid of heights, so she had to go through a really small home, uh, hole. On the rocks,
1: yeah, <laughs> and it because it, it was pretty scary actually to climb over the fence, and I I'm pretty small, so I could just yeah push myself through some really small opening, <laughs> and uh, that was pretty crazy. But because normally we don't really do that sort of stuff, we're like, oh, forget it, I'm not doing that, and yeah, it's it's closed off for a reason. But
2: it's, they made it really hard because they they <laughs> had some some green glue kind of stuff. Uh, around there as well so it was (laughs) uh, some slimy stuff so it was harder to climb (laughs) afterwards
1: we were all green and stuff and dirty and
2: but when we passed the fence it was just an easy walk up there was nothing unsafe so i don't know why it was closed and
1: yeah there was just just the stairs and yeah the view was incredible and there were even more people up there so uh yeah Yeah, people people still do do it
0: Course, yeah. You know, it, it's it's. <laughs> listen, this is what makes travel so interesting. It's all of these stories, and I am, <laughs> yeah. You know, I am so grateful that the two of you guys are willing to share these experiences over Instagram because, you know. The reason why you have the number of people that are following you right now is deep inside of a lot of those people, there's a spirit in a sense for adventure of what they want to be doing with their lives. And they're finding themselves so incredibly excited and envious, maybe a little bit jealous of the decisions that you've made to do what it is that you're doing. So I just want to acknowledge the two of you for getting out there and sharing your your gifts, your passions, your struggles, because I know it's not easy. I know it's, you know, financially, sometimes it's hard. I know it's it's a challenge to be in certain physical locations, but you guys are doing it. You're sharing the best of it with everybody and you're inspiring all of us. So I wanted to thank you for taking the time to be on the show. And, you know, if people want to learn more about what you guys are up to next, what's the best place for them to go to? Um,
2: yeah. Or in- Instagram, Instagram or our blog.
1: Yeah, on Instagram we share our daily stories, what we do every day, and where we go, and yeah, but on our blog we, yeah, we also well, share. I am, some stories. am, I am so. addicted.
0: I'm addicted to everything Flip Flop Wanderers is. <laughs> so keep uh, keep flip flopping, and I hope yeah, uh, I will. hope someday yeah. our our paths will cross each other. Yes, yeah, it would be great.
1: Yes, thanks
0: again, guys.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much.